Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast, available every week on britishicehockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And on this week's show, we'll be discussing league title victories with the Belfast Giants and the Leeds Knights. And following a brilliant weekend in the South 2 playoffs, we'll also be hearing from the Invicta Mustangs on this week's show as well. All of that on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So later in the show we'll be hearing from the Invicta Mustangs following a brilliant weekend in the South 2 playoffs and shortly we'll be hearing from Ryan Aldridge, head coach of the Leeds Knights as we'll be discussing the playoffs in the National League. But before that... Let's discuss the Belfast Giants. A title-deciding game on Saturday night against Guildford and Belfast won the match by six goals to one and in the process securing a league and cup double for this season. And for a bit of a catch-up now, with Belfast ahead of the playoffs which get underway in the Elite League this weekend, let's hear from one of their forwards now. It's a welcome to the show to Mark Cooper. Well, Mark, a big thank you for joining us and uh, congratulations. What, what a performance on Saturday night. And what performance for the the league campaign more generally? I mean, how was your evening? Uh, it was great. We worked hard for that all year, uh, ups and downs, and um, just battling through adversity, injuries, and roster changes all year. And I think it all came uh, to a close. Uh, this, I guess, the league campaign on Saturday night, and it was a huge relief and just an incredible feeling. Sitting there on the bench with like four or five minutes to go when we were up a bunch of goals it was just uh we were just trying to all soak it in and enjoy the moment and then we had a good night afterwards i mean we'll get to the actual night itself in a second um not that not the night out afterwards that's that's your business yeah. uh, but the actual match yeah. itself in a second or two uh but just just this this closing bit of the season belfast form 
you've just been relentless, really, haven't you? And uh, I mean, what's been the secret, do you feel, to to get into this point towards the end of the season where you've just been really consistent? Yeah, I think just bringing in new bodies kind of all year, we just takes a while to gel and uh, for lines and, and uh, chemistry to form. But I think just once we could kind of uh, taste that trophy and once we close the gap on some teams that we were chasing, uh, I think we all had our eyes on the prize and just uh, ultimate focus and knew that we can get it done if we just continue this way. And a lot of hard work from the guys and, and just an eye and extreme focus to get the job done. I mean, we could look at the league table now and, and see, you know, you're, you're two points clear of Guildford, um, you know, seven points clear of Sheffield, um, nine points clear of, of Cardiff. But at one point, it was neck and neck, wasn't it, between all four of you? So, I mean, well, yeah. it's, it's been an epic league campaign this year. Yeah, well, I think uh, at one point we were down 13 points to Guildford and we we knew we played them a few times and... If we continue to put pressure on them, they'd, they'd hopefully drop a game or two, which uh, they ended up doing. But uh, it, was, it was close all year, and it, it, it's uh, it's an extremely stressful format. But the feeling you get when when you end up hoisting that trophy is it's all worth it, and uh, it's worth all the stress you put yourself through for the eight months of uh, the league campaign. And uh, heading towards Saturday night, it was billed as you know this this big title decider and 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 that kind of thing. I mean, to go to the the final weekend with you know a lot riding on a game like that is something. But when you're being cheered on by over seven thousand people there in Belfast, that's that must have been brilliant, really, to see that crowd there on 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 Saturday night. Yeah, um, I've been extremely uh, fortunate to have uh, an incredible uh, crowds all year, but. Especially uh, since Christmas time, they uh, they come out in numbers. I think we've sold out more games than we haven't, and it's just been a, it's been a pleasure to play here. And then I think in my tenure here, we've I've won four trophies, and three have been on home ice. So they definitely uh, keep us motivated and energized throughout the games, even when we're not playing our best. They uh, they're like that seventh man on the ice, and they just continue to cheer no matter what um, if we're down or up so it's just it's an incredible building to play in and it uh, it, it ex- keeps us extremely motivated throughout the whole year no good stuff and uh, you, you mentioned yeah. you mentioned the trophies that you picked up obviously it's back-to-back league and cup doubles for yourself um, the fifth game in March um, set up this run in a way and you know there was almost 8,000 people there in on that occasion um, when you pick up a trophy towards the end of the season, you can kind of take your foot off the accelerator, I'm imagining, and, and lose that momentum. But as we've touched upon in this interview, Belfast have, haven't done that. Um, but that's easier said than done. You you, you know, you picked up your, 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 your first piece of silverware. How do you keep that going then and, and you know, drive yourself on to, to get to that point on Saturday? I think um, uh, trophies are contagious and winning is uh, every uh, trophy you win is kind of a different storyline, but it's kind of cliche, but it, it doesn't get old. And it's uh, once you get one, you want more. So credit to our organization and, and staff and players that we're kind of always hungry and we celebrate the ones in the moment. And then a couple of days later, we flip a switch and move on to the next one. And that's kind of where our focus is right now with uh, the playoffs. It's kind of been the one uh, Belfast has struggled to get in the past. So hopefully we can change that this year and uh, and get the trouble. Yeah, I'll come to the playoffs in a second. But for 
Um, yourself, it's like I said, it's it's back to back league and cup doubles uh, for for the club more generally. Obviously, it's three straight league titles. I mean, it's going pretty well at Belfast, to say the least. I mean, how are you enjoying your time there? <laughs> to ask you a really easy question, uh, how, how how have you enjoyed yourself at Belfast the last couple of years? Uh, it's been incredible. Obviously, winning is um, it's a treat to win all the time, and it's it's lots of fun to win. And um, I think I've lost. Uh, under 20 games here in my two years um, in league campaigns. So it's been uh, it's been an incredible place to play. Um, the city is great. The fan base, the organization. Um, I can't say enough about it. It's been my uh, favorite spot in uh, my professional career, uh, bar none. And they've really built uh, an incredible ice hockey following here through uh, just good results and and uh, and a great atmosphere at the rink. Well, like I said, Mark, a big congratulations on, on what's been a, uh, a brilliant couple of years at, at the club. But uh, that then takes us to the playoffs and uh, the, the quarterfinals. Obviously, you know now you've got Glasgow um, at home this weekend and uh, and uh, Glasgow away on, on Sunday. I mean, what's your thoughts on, on this challenge? Um, they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna be very tough. I know they they had a tough start to the year, but. After that, they've kind of they've probably had the same record as some other teams, uh, much higher above them. So, and now come playoffs, like uh, the the way the format works is, if you get hot for four games, you can kind of win it all. So and win a trophy. So, I'm sure they're extremely motivated, and it'll be a great test. Uh, and I, I think if we uh, we take care of business on Saturday night, kind of like we have been at home, it'll put us in a good position uh, going there Sunday and uh, with this with the aggregate series and just. Hopefully we can uh, get through them and then move on to uh, Nottingham and focus on and that that next trip of ours. And it goes back to that question I asked you earlier, Matt, just about how how do you do it? Um, but it's you, you know you're over one hill. <laughs> there's there's another one coming up <laughs> up the road as yeah. well now, isn't there? So what's training been like this week ahead of of this weekend's doubleheader? Yeah, it's been it's been good. Um, we got back on the ice today and. Um, uh, we're 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 energized and focused. We had a couple of days off. Uh, we had our awards night on Monday, and uh, yesterday was a recovery day. But training's been good. I think we're all the guys are uh, focused and kind of reset and ready to get going for Saturday again. And obviously, you've been here before. You were here last season, and you got through to the the, the playoff final, but lost in the final. Um, but how much does that drive everyone on? to maybe go one further this year and pick up all three if possible? How much does that enter into everyone's thinking or is it purely one game at a time at this point? No, it, it definitely it definitely creeps in our minds. Um, last year, I'd say we had an incredibly successful season and then it, it kind of ends in a bit of a lull. So it's kind of always the goal in hockey to win your last game of the year. So <laughs> um, if, you can, if you're able to do that, you've probably had a pretty successful season. So hopefully uh, we can... We can win our last game of the year this year um, if we make it. If we make it that far and and leave an incredible mark on history in Belfast and also just uh, a good feeling going into the summer and be nice to go out on on a winning way. And, and last question, Mark: How much are you looking forward to? Well, I don't know if you're looking forward to it or not, but I mean, how much are you looking forward to? You know, this next bit of the season and, and what's possible at the Belfast Giants. It's one last push. How much are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Um, this is the trophy that nobody has in our locker room, uh, coaching staff and players. So I think we're all kind of focused on um, this could be a, a, a historic season for us. Um, I think everyone's really excited and, and uh, just 
kind of chomping at the bit at this time of year practicing kind of gets old you just want to play games so we're all ready to go for saturday good stuff well mark cooper from the belfast giants a big congratulations uh for for what's been achieved thus far uh, at the giants this season uh, a big congratulations for for saturday night and uh, a big thanks for joining us and uh, all the best for the playoffs well thanks a lot ben appreciate it Belfast Giants Mark Cooper there joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast and a big congratulations to everyone at Belfast and a big good luck to everyone involved in the playoffs in the Elite League which get underway this weekend. But let's go to the National League now and uh, the National League playoffs get started this weekend as well and it seems like a good time now to catch up with the team that finished top of the pile when it comes to the regular season in the National League. That was the Leeds Knights. And on Wednesday, I caught up with their head coach. It's a welcome back to the show to Ryan Aldridge. Well, Ryan, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, before we get to the playoffs uh, this weekend, uh, just a a big congratulations. uh, Winning the league and getting your hands on the trophy uh, a couple of weekends ago. Um, How does it feel being the head coach of this Leeds Knights team this season? Yeah, um, they're obviously a very special group to work with. We definitely lucked out with our like recruitment. Um, they've been pushed very hard and they've pushed themselves very hard and they obviously deserve everything they've got. But uh, again, they're a very special group to work with. And uh, 97 points uh, accrued once we've, we we factor in the last uh, weekend of, of the regular season. I mean, that's a, a phenomenal points tally. Ordinarily, you know, with what points tally Milton Keynes got and Peterborough have got, they would have won um, this this season, potentially in previous years. I mean, it's it's been a phenomenal year. It has. I think, you know, when you look back and we only lost five times in regulation and one of those wasn't really, a, you know, a, a game that we needed to win. Um, that's, for me as a coach, the thing I'm probably most proud of. You know, it just proves that they were in every game, every game we played, they, uh, you know, they had a chance to win it. So, um yeah, it's it's very the points are very impressive when you when you sit and look at the stats. It's uh, I think it's more uh, mind blowing when you sit back and and look at the stats instead of the wins. And we caught up uh, early on in the season, and um, I mean, did you have an ex- uh, an inkling that this was possible this year? Not just winning the title, but winning it the way, the way you have done, ten points clear of the rest of the division. No, I don't. I certainly didn't think we'd win it by so much. I think you know we've said all along like, we're a young group, so we never wanted to put that pressure on the guys that you know this is what we expect kind of thing. Um, we try to deflect that as much as we can. But um, I think as a group, you know, when we were in the locker room at the start of the year and we sat down and talked about what we think we could accomplish, I think we all in the you know had our mindset that we could uh, definitely do something pretty special. And, um, yeah, we've been lucky enough to do that. And it's not been an all plain sailing, has it? Because, you know, I mentioned Milton Keynes and Peterborough. For a long time this season, it's been a neck-and-neck neck affair, hasn't it? Well, a neck-and-neck neck affair in this case. And all three of you, uh, for, for a large chunk of this season, have been phenomenal. It has. I, you know, I was talking to another coach in the league a few weeks ago, and I said, you know, it's just been a long year. So it's, it's hard, and you know, they laughed. Said, yeah, it must be tough at the top, but it, it is. You know, every game, someone's you know, guys have wanted to beat us because we're top of the league. So it, it has been very demanding and wearing on the on the boys. But um, yeah, you know, there's obviously some very key players in all sorts of different roles on our team, and they've they've all played their part. There's some young players in the squad. I mean, we've had various members of the team on the show this past season as well. I mean, what's your thoughts on the future now and, what, and what's possible with this team in the coming seasons? I think with the group, you know, we're, we're obviously planning on keeping the core and, you know, a big part of this team. We obviously always try to look to improve and obviously, you know, the sport we play in and the level we're at, people move on to different things. And so it's about just uh, 
moving evolving the team around them as they evolve as players and move on to different things maybe but i think um yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty special place to be and i think it will be for the next little while i know the the boys want to be there you know if they're going to play in this uh, in this league they want to be in Leeds so that's obviously good for us and obviously for yourself you know you came in partway through last season uh, how useful is it what obviously you've got the playoffs to think about firstly but how how, how useful is it that you can you can plan ahead for, for next season as well. I mean, that, that, that must feel like um, a, a really good thing to have that, that benefit of. No, absolutely. It's, um, I think we've, we've moved for pretty quick since I've come in. We've moved, the team's moved on a long way. And obviously, that's a lot of it's had to do with you know, the players I've worked with in the past. I've been lucky enough to bring some of those in, bring in some of the experience that we, needed to, we knew we needed to bring into the lineup. But even the guys that are you know, already here, um, your Kieran's, your Coles, have people that you know I like working with and they like working with me so with all those guys you know in in the lineup now it's easier to plan ahead because I don't want to change many guys and um, the next season we, you know we know an area we need to be better in and obviously that's my job to to recruit for that but I think as a group and as a whole it's, it's a great group of people a great group of hockey players um, we've got a big mix of skill levels and and compete levels, and I think it's just a really good balance in our team right now. And it's uh, it's you know it's a it's a good group. The locker room's tight, and that's a big part of winning trophies. I think you spoke about how tricky it's been with with game after game and competitive weekend after competitive weekend. You only have to go to the weekend. You, you've you got your hands on the league title. You, you're playing Peterborough in that cup final. Um, towards the end of this season, there's certainly been no let up. No, absolutely. That you know the, the Peterborough game. I think was probably the worst game we've played all year. It's happened to be on a cup. Cup final, but um, we weren't great, and they they played really well. But yeah, like like you said, every game it's 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 been relentless, and we've gone through some periods of time where there's unbelievable amounts of games in short periods of time as well. And the boys, you know, have been very well disciplined to keep their bodies in in shape to to do what we've done. And uh, when you um, you know, obviously there's disappointment there, but in that second leg, you certainly gave it a good go, that's for sure. And then on the Sunday, the same weekend, you, you get in the the trophy. Um, we we all know what the crowds have been like at Leeds this season. I mean, what was that that evening like? Yeah, pretty special. I think you know we um, we were lucky that we we won the league in Telford. It gave us a real shot at going for the cup. But um, yeah, it was pretty special just to finally get our hands on the trophy, especially after such an upsetting weekend and you know losing in the cup. To finally get our hands on the trophy in front of our fans was again you know it's a it's a special special time for us. It's a very young group and hopefully. They like the taste of that, you know, drinking cheap champagne out of plastic trophies. And, um, yeah, we go on to bigger and better things. But, you know, like you said, I'm not one that normally talks about the fans, but Leeds is a special place uh, to play right now. And the fans are a massive part of that. Yeah, when you see the videos from that weekend, it's certainly an electric occasion, isn't it? And, um, I mean, we've spoke before about, you know, the Leeds club and how it's a relatively uh, new endeavour, but... It's going, it's going from strength to strength, isn't it? Certainly not just on the ice, but off the ice as well when you see scenes like that. 100%. It's, everything's going in the right direction. You know, even, even when we lost 6-0 in, um, in Peterborough, they cheered us off the ice like we'd won the game. Um, I've never seen that before. I was apologising to them and they were cheering the boys off the ice. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty crazy. But like you said, it's going from strength to strength. And you know, we, that's obviously the direction we want it to go in. Now let's uh, touch upon the playoffs because obviously you know the the league's sorted. Congratulations on that on that success, as I said. But here we go for the playoffs and and Basie Stoke this weekend uh, in a, a two legged affair in the quarterfinals. I mean, what what's your what's the the mood in the camp like as we head towards this? Because this is you know it's you've got over one hill. 
oh look there's another hill uh, it's it's about keeping that momentum going now isn't it yeah no absolutely we had to finish off our last game at home you know with a bit of momentum um got Gozzi back in in the net so i think we we had a good game against Milton Keynes we were playing we haven't played like that in a couple of months to be honest with you the, with the relentlessness that we played with so we want to hopefully take that into this weekend um obviously it's playoff hockey it's completely different you know this Basingstoke are you know maybe a more mature team than us but um I've got more guys that have been in that situation before, but hopefully we can overcome the nerves and just play our hockey and uh, go from there. And just touching upon that last weekend, because you, you, you're right to bring it up, the, the Milton Keynes doubleheader, um, we could ask you know Tim the same question, but I mean, it's I, I'm imagining it was pretty useful because it looked like the pair of you just had an epic you know, end of season. Here's, here's some entertainment for you on that weekend. How useful was that to, as the preparation for Basingstoke? Yeah, no, very good. Very good. They're obviously a very good hockey team. Um, so it was good for us to, you know, especially the home game, run the lines that we're going to play with in, in playoffs. And like I said, we, you know, rested Gozzi's had obviously had a long year in the net. So it was nice to rest him for three games. And Harrison's obviously done a great job for us in those three games. Um, but to get him back in the lineup, it's I think it's refreshed him mentally and physically. And so hopefully, yeah, everything's going in the right direction. Um, but yeah, it was a massive, massive game of hockey. You know, we both obviously wanted to win the last games of the season. I think they needed to win on the Saturday to get second or guarantee second. So they obviously had a bit more fight in them. But um, yeah, it was, a, it was a definitely you know, an entertaining game of hockey. And uh, what's your thoughts on the actual challenge of of Basingstoke um, this weekend? Because it is playoff hockey. Every everyone who follows British ice hockey knows that you know there's there's teams who finish further down the league table who who you know get, it's an equal billing, isn't it at this point? Yeah. So I mean, what, what's your thoughts on the challenge? Anyone can beat anyone. You know, the, the thing with us, I think it only takes a couple of players to have really big games or really big weekends that can change the, the success for the team, whether they're the underdog or not. And Basingstoke are probably. Uh, Obviously, seen as the underdogs, but they've got guys that can put the puck in the net. They've got good goaltending, so we've obviously got to be on um, on form. But anything can happen. Um, but if we get through, we'll, you know, we move on to the final weekend. And just thinking about uh, whatever happens in the playoffs, um, when you, when you look back at the season, it's been a phenomenal achievement. Um, how much have you enjoyed the the regular season and and what's been what's happened at Leeds this year I mean how when you get time to think about it in in the coming weeks um what what will be your your overriding thoughts about what's happened I think it's you know for as a family moving up to Leeds from from our family home is obviously a big commitment which my wife backed me probably more than I did and to win the league is obviously pretty special for you know made it worthwhile you know it's proved that I'm, I want to be in hockey. I've stepped out of hockey for a while, but um, made it realise I was supposed to be in, involved in hockey. But it's also, you know, the whole the whole group. They um, they deserved it. They've worked out absolutely you know, so hard um, all year. And I was, like I said, how tight they are to a group. It's um, there's so many positives, and it, it does go down to the group. I said at the start of the year that you know championships are won in the locker room, not out on the ice, and I think that's you know a big part of what's won it. Well, Ryan Aldridge, head coach of the Leeds Knights, uh, like I said, a big congratulations on securing the league title um, this past month. All the best for the playoffs and a big thank you for joining us and catch up very soon. Thank you very much. Ryan Aldridge, uh, head coach of the Leeds Knights, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And a big good luck to everyone in the National League as the playoffs get underway this weekend. But speaking of playoffs, and we've already had the playoffs in South 2, and what a playoffs it was for the Invicta Mustangs. They finished the regular season in fifth, but had a storming weekend at the Alexandra Palace, beating the team who finished top of the league, the Bristol Pitbulls, in the semi-final, and then going on to beat the hosts, the Haringey Huskies, in the final. 
And for more now on this success for the Jurgen Club, on Wednesday I caught up with their head coach. It's a welcome to the show to Ali Roger. Well, Ali, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, first and first, massive congratulations mm-hmm. on winning the playoffs this season in South 2. I mean, how was your weekend? Unbelievably fantastic. That's how the weekend went. Um, we set our game plan in action and it worked down to the tee. The boys were fantastic. So proud of every one of them. And uh, when we go into the playoffs, I mean, Invicta have had a, a decent season in, in fifth when the final standings uh, for, the, for the regular campaign. But did you expect to to firstly go that far into the playoffs, mm-hmm. but then to, to win it as well? I mean, what, what were your expectations heading into this, this closing part of the season? Um, we made the playoffs last year, and that was a good experience. First time we'd ever did it, and we bailed out at semi-final stage. I think it was a little bit maybe overwhelming for us all. But going into it this year, we had a better frame of mind. We'd been there, we'd experienced it, and we had a chat with all the boys, previous training sessions leading up to the, the playoffs. And basically, as a unit, we all said to ourselves, let's give this a, a fantastic opportunity to achieve something and basically put a plan together, and we succeeded it. And uh, obviously, when it when it comes to the playoffs, because um, you finished fifth, you're playing the team who finished fourth. It's always a bit... I think it's trickier, I think, for those teams who finish in the middle of the eights because there wasn't much separating you in the regular season and there probably wasn't much separating you heading into that, that quarter-final. But those two legs against Peterborough, it was an epic encounter overall in the quarter-finals. Yeah, I think, to be fair, you're right when you say there, when we're playing each other on that middle of the table sort of thing, um, it's a tighter game. You, you know it's, it can go either way. We went to Peterborough and got a 3-1-1 gives a two-goal advantage. And the boys played a solid performance. I think, to be honest, we caught Peterborough on the hop that night. There wasn't, like I say, many goals, but the game play, we stuck to it. And that's what's important. When you go into playoffs, you can't have silly people on the bench wanting to go out and do silly things on the ice and make the team under pressure. So we had a good result there. We brought back a two-goal lead, which soon disappeared. Peterborough came out of the blocks like on fire when they came to play us at our place. And that two-goal lead disappeared to 0-0. And then they took the two-goal advantage. And I think at one stage, I'm not, I think there might have been three goals up on us. So going into the last period, we were dead and buried. And quite simply, you've got to sit down with the players and this is reality check. We're, that's the season over after these 20 minutes. Or we've got to dig deep and pull it back. And we win the last period 3-1. And that gave us that one-goal advantage. Lost the game, but gave us a goal advantage to take us into the the semi-finals, which was fantastic. But that was a tough game, I'll tell you. Emotionally, for everybody concerned, and mentally as well. So it, I think it prepared as well for the finals, to be fair. Yeah, and what an advert. Just for those people who lost count there, um, the final of scoring that quarter-final second leg was 8-7 to Peter. It was. Uh, which is right. a phenomenal match, in all fairness. Well, we had, I mean, we have a crowd in that night of nearly 800 people watching us, and the emotions in the crowd... At the beginning of the game, two goals ahead, and then in the middle of the game, 0-0, and then being behind, and then getting by a goal, and we had a couple of people there for the first time ever. And they couldn't believe a team that had just lost were celebrating so much. And uh, we had to explain to them that we just managed to get ourselves into playoffs by the, the aggregate score. So, it was, yeah, it was a fantastic night. 
And and you touched upon that experience of of last season's playoff. Um, you're taking on Bristol in the semi final, and we all know what a great season Bristol have had. Um, we had, yeah. we had them on the the show a few weeks back when when they got the league title. Um, you know, a, a difficult challenge, but well, it looks like from afar you comfortably won by seven goals to one. I mean, that that's quite a performance, isn't it? Really, you could say it was a performance of a lifetime. To be fair, uh, Bristol are a very experienced, mature team. They can certainly play hockey if you allow them, but the quality and experience if you allow them to play hockey, you're going to you're going to come out damaged at the end of the day. So our game plan was let's take the game to them. That's it. Don't allow them to settle, and I think we've done that pretty successfully. To be fair. So when you're beating the the league winners like that, going into that final game against Haringey, um, how do you prepare for a game like that? Because you've kind of you put in a performance like that, performance of a lifetime, I think you said, on that on that uh, Saturday. How do you get the boys back up again for, for the final or does the team talk right itself? To be fair, I was asking myself the exact same question on the Sunday because when you're getting into the semi-final, you don't think about the final. You have to get through the semi-final, so that's the toughest game ahead of you. And when we sit down with the, the, the chat before the game, you put so much emphasis on everything. And when the guys went out and successfully done it so good, going into Sunday night, I'm thinking, what, what do you say? And all you can say is, we have to do it the same again. That That's it. We can't let up. We've seen how the damage was done the night before by the way we played, and we have to start off the same intensity. And the guys sat there, they listened, and they'd done all the hard work. They went out there, and we shut them down in the blue line. We controlled the neutral zone, and we forechecked them so that they couldn't basically moving their own end. That made opportunities for the goals, which we took very good advantage of. So, yeah, fair play to the guys for executing it. It was perfect. And what, and what does it mean as well, Ali, when, when we look at it, that you've beaten Harry Gay, um, who beat who the night earlier beat Guildford, we should say. You really defeated the, the league winners, Bristol, as well. So, you, you deserve it, really. If, if and, and to score seven, it's proper, isn't it? You've, you've beaten the top four. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to be, I think a lot of fun fact, I'm pretty sure it's true. I think we're the only team that's managed to beat every single team in the league at least once. There's a lot of teams out there that didn't manage to beat each other, no home or away. But I'm pretty sure if you dig into your facts, we're the only team that's actually managed to beat everybody at least once. So, so that nobody else has done that this season. Now, going into that top three, going into the playoffs... Um, you're setting your sales as in who we're playing against, how good are these guys, and you can't take anything away from MD. It's it's an MD's game, but you have to execute it your way and think positive and be confident, but not overconfident. So you're going into these games in that situation, it's like you can't leave anything behind. You've, you've just got to go for it. So we sort of set presidents ourselves. We said, let's go into these playoffs suited and booted. Let's look the part. As some people say, dress smart, play smart. And we went into that ice rink to own it. And I, I think we smashed the whole weekend. The scores we got were unbelievable. Nobody would have put money on that. Absolutely not. And to get a win is one thing, but to win in the style we did it, I think that's something else. Yeah, 14 goals scored over the weekend. So, And uh, there's, yeah. there's videos doing the rounds on Twitter and stuff. Um, track them down on Victor Mustang's uh, Twitter feed. But um, what what scenes? It's it's not bad, is it, for this level of the game, to be honest? To be fair, I mean, it was really good for hockey as a, as a whole, for the future of hockey, because Haringey, they have sell-out crowds week in, week out. 
and we are just shy of a couple hundred people sell out every weekend week out you must get both them teams to the final and it's not too far away from us so we were able to bring a good crowd which creates a fantastic atmosphere and both days saturday and sunday the atmosphere was it was electric so it was the the gentleman from ehs was there he couldn't believe the crowd the support the followers we had and i said but we have this every week we're used to it so we are you see, and we, we managed to take 50 people in a bus to Cardiff, which is unheard of the other side of the country. The loyal supporters, they're fantastic. And, and for you, Ali, as well, I mean, um, you've probably not really had a chance to take a step back and, and think about what's been achieved here, but um, it's some achievement, isn't it? I mean, what, what's your what's your overriding thoughts about what, what's gone on this year at, at the Mustangs? Yeah, it's, it's a good achievement. I mean, I'm one of these chaps that, all the credits to the boys. They're doing all the hard work. When they're doing all the everything right, my job's easy. I just stand there and change the lines. When things don't go right, then your job becomes into question. What do you do? How do you change things up? You have to get a result, etc. So, uh, achievement-wise, the league's always there. And then the next thing you play for is uh, the playoffs. So, if you put yourself out of the league, as we did, losing a couple too many games, as soon as you start to lose more than two games, you kind of, write yourself off and win the league. So the next thing is your playoffs. So everything you do leading up to your quarterfinals, you have to get it right. And emphasising on the, on the guys, not every team gets to even get to the playoffs. It's a big occasion. And getting to the playoffs, one thing, quarterfinals. Then it's the semis. Then you could easily get put out. To reach the final itself, it's fantastic. And as I said to the guys in the change room, getting here is what it's all about now. It's about going out and enjoying yourself. It's just another hockey match. You have to look at it that way. Don't put too much pressure on you. And the achievement will come. And it did on that night. Now, some of these guys might never get to another final again. And some of them have made it in the past. But achievement as a club for our team, it's phenomenal. And the respect we give back to our supporters, our fans, to be there to share it with us, uh, that's what it's all about. It's fantastic. So it is. Yeah, and, and regular listeners of the show might remember, well, it was only a week ago, we had Carl Lennon on uh, from the yeah. Dynamos. I mean, they've had a great season, winning the Cup and that. And then, yes, fantastic. And, and, then, and then the Mustangs pop up with, with this playoff victory. It's a good place to be yeah. doing them at the moment, I'm going to suggest. Yeah, yeah, you never know. I mean, Victor's on the map at the moment. The Dynamos have still got the playoffs coming up. You never know what happens there. They could pull one out and uh, you could be talking to them again at the finalists again. You never know. Obviously, with regards to what's been achieved at the Dynamos, what's been achieved at the Mustangs. It's all about that conveyor belt as well, isn't it? And, and you know, Carl spoke about this, uh, be, being, you know, a, a player who's had years at uh, Invicta. I mean, it's it's all about these pathways for the, for the next generation of players as well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, myself and Carol, uh, we've known each other for many years and we sat down last summer when um, Carl took on the, the job he, he said he was going to be committed to um, we sat down and we, we mapped out this pathway. It's been there in the past, but it's never been sort of connected together. So we managed to connect all the bricks together to make it a solid pathway for the juniors coming through. We've got a very good, solid junior club uh, with many kids coming through the system, and they have to have somewhere to go. And they also have to know that the door's always open for them. It's never shut. And the training sessions are there for a reason. So, as, so it's a, a case of school does come first, Unfortunately, that's the ruling that we put down. But the training is always there. And to get the experience of training up as much as you can, it improves. 
we've got a couple of guys on a two-way with uh, Kyle just now, and they've had a fantastic season between the two teams, so they have. And next year, they'll have a choice of maybe going somewhere else or sticking to do what they're doing. But it shows you that the pathway is now open and the kids are taking advantage of it. And hopefully there's more coming through this season. And every time they come through the main door, there'll be there'll be two cups there waiting for them in the... In the You've got it. Well, You've got it. It's all there for CC. And to be fair, that's what they look at and that's what they want to inspire to become. And that's your future for you. And last question, I, um, you know, like I said, you you will get time to to think back and and what what's been yeah. achieved this year. But how much did you enjoy Sunday, and how much have you enjoyed this season, and how excited are you about uh, the possibilities of next year at, at the Mustangs? It's a fantastic way to end the season. I mean, everybody knows the league finishes, then you've got the playoffs, and I think if you speak to anybody, winning the playoffs is a big occasion, and some people look at it bigger than winning the league. And it is the final game of the season for no matter how you look at it. Uh, to make it there is one massive achievement. And the group of guys I've got, the age groups I've got there, and the backgrounds on them all, I think for them putting the dedication in that they've done this season, uh, it shows we had the fitness come the end of the season that we had at the beginning of the season. We had the commitment from every single player and the understanding and the desire and the passion to go out there and do it. Now, from start of the season to end of the season, that completes the whole job in my book. And that's why I'm so proud of every one of my players. Well, Ali Roger, head coach and general manager of the Invicta Mustangs, a big, big thank you uh, for, for taking the time out of your day to join us on this week's show. Big congratulations on, on what's been achieved this past weekend at the club. And uh, have a lovely summer. Fantastic, Ben. And uh, speak to you soon, I hope. Ali Roger there, head coach of the Invicta Mustangs joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And that's it for this week's show. A big thank you to all my guests for joining me. Remember, for all the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. But I've been Ben, and you all make sure you all have a lovely weekend. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.